I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Mom got drunk and dad got drunk at a Christmas party. Just in the archives. Does that mean you could take it out? And no, I didn't record anything. You gotta okay. trust me a little bit. I don't, but it's cute. I know you don't. It. What have I ever done to abuse your trust? Um, <laughs> do you, like do you want to go all, like all the way back from the time I know the very first interaction we had? One of you destroyed my seventh grade class campaign, so but I didn't give you a sense of security, and then like shatter it behind your back. But I can't trust you. Oh. Because as a human being, you cannot be trusted if you're going to go and sabotage somebody else's campaign. It's Christmas week. We start Christmas tomorrow. We do. Or, yeah, we'll post this tonight. It doesn't so. feel real. It doesn't I, feel Charlie real. Charlie even said, Mom, it's Christmas. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't know. It goes by so fast. We solicited some uh, topic suggestions. And Abby got some interesting ones. About Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas as a kid. Best mm-hmm. Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Do you have a good Christmas movie? Yeah. Mine's easy. You know what it is. Die Hard. Die Hard. I know I've seen the movies. I know there are certain scenes I can remember, but to tell you that I'm 100% certain of the plot. I don't, and like I couldn't quote it at all. Mm. Is there a scene with a nail gun in a construction area or like a house being built or something? Mm, maybe in one of them. I don't think in the, the first one's all in a, uh, maybe it's all in a, like a skyscraper. Maybe. McLean's a cop and he's going, and his wife's like being held hostage. I feel like. And it's Christmas time. He's just a bad husband, but he's, you know, he saves the day. Is that you? I mean, you. Bad husband save the day. You're not a bad husband, though. You're I, a good husband. I think maybe. Wait. Like Joe Rogan has this great um, Onnit commercial. Mm-hmm. Which I'm drinking out of an Onnit shaker cup right now. <laughs> My alpha brain just came in. Onnit.com. All the supplements 10% off. Use promo code Bluegrass MMA. But that's that's here and there over there. You want to get yourself a little something for Christmas. Um, what a hoe bag. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Try to make some money, girl. <laughs> don't, don't. Um, but he says, you know, despite your past and you know your failures, or whatever, like wake up and be the hero of your movie. Like whatever Rogan says that. Yeah, whatever you picture your movie to be. What's your that. movie? I don't know. Action adventure. Yeah, mine romantic is comedy. mine's the comeback. Mine's the uh, will always be the comeback. The guy that gets shit on and then like 
But do you feel like you've been shit on? I'm just you ask me. Well, I'm just I, asking. I'm, not, I'm just telling you that's my kind I'm of movie. Inquiring. Everybody okay. loves the comeback story. I agree. You know. I do. Like lose it all and then bam. On top. That's a good story. Just what if like you just start out rough and there's no like I don't know if that's a comeback. That's just like an underdog story. Yeah, that too. I mean, yeah, the n- nothing to something type thing. Yeah, which is um, rags to riches. Uh, yeah, it's the it's the plot line. It's a thing. Yeah, there's only like so like as far as stories go, you know, Joseph Campbell says there's only one plot line, essentially, like. It's the same plot line you see in Star Wars, you see in Hunger Games, you see in Harry Potter. You know, the hero is just going about his day, normal guy, normal life. Into a, yeah. His, like a heroic scenario. Yeah. The mentor is there to guide him. He's tested. He meets it, but, you know, it all circles back around to the, to the monomyth. But. What is it about, like, trilogies? Like the first one, you're introduced to the hero and it builds, and the second one, and like the sec, I guess it's like a play. The second act is the the villain or the the antihero or whatever it's called. Pro- antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> like they they rise. Yeah. Like they conquer or something, and the third is like the redeem the yeah. redemption of the hero. <clears throat> I don't know if all tri- like Star Wars is like that. Yeah, several follow that. I could see that. You know, Lord of the Rings is like that. So. It's so interesting. Pe- people we- are like, I love Star Wars. I love Lord of the Rings. I love like comic book movies. And it's like it's, people are shocked by that. Did you like those things? Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm still 13. <laughs> like, I love all that stuff. Who is shocked by that? I need to know these people. Like because people I work with. Really? Yeah. Do what do they expect? Like, I'm trying. I want to know what they expect you to watch. Like. I don't like Clint Eastwood. I don't know. <laughs> Slapstick comedies. I can see that. I, don't, I like comedies, but I'm not. I like stand-up comedy more than I like. Oh, 100%. You know. It's a little smarter. Um, if you've not checked out Joey Diaz's special, which we got to watch actually before he did it, like yeah. in his run, before he filmed it. It's up on CISO. What's CISO? Spell it's, that. It's like S-E-E-S-O. Is it? Are, are you like so? stealing something or pirating something? Um, no, that's you have to. It's a subscription based. Oh, I don't know. I've never. It's like it. Netflix, but it's all comedy. Oh, cool. Yeah, they got all kinds of specials and. I still yeah. want to watch Burt Kreischer's special. <clears throat> it's on HBO or Showtime. It, it's on YouTube. Is it really? I, I'm not condoning watching rip files on YouTube, but. If they're good quality, why not why not take a peek and see if you really want to go watch it? <laughs> Stealer. Like I watched Dogma last week. Twice. All, all on YouTube. All on YouTube. Who's in charge of that? Is there a person or is the does the computer know to take stuff down? <clears throat> yeah, it's like an automatic content ID thing. Like if you just name it something different, will they even know? Uh with music, yes. It will it picks up on the music. Remember when I read a book online? Just and I was. And it's doing, got like hundreds of thousands of hits right now. Yes, because I was and like it was five hundred comments. It was a sub plan. It's before we had Chromebooks or anything. <laughs> and my kids were studying 
argument. So I read some story about the rainforest. It was a picture book. Man, back then it took me forever to put that piece that together in an iMovie and voiceover. You did good. The little voices. You were all techie before. Yeah, see? You claim I can't do technology and I can't. I never claim that. But you break everything you touch. (laughs) Makes me giggle. But yeah, and then out of nowhere, people, like I was getting people following me. I had to, I don't know if I changed it or not, but. I don't even know that YouTube login anymore. God, I'm so bad about not knowing my logins. And I just asked for our, we may, uh, I'm going to be podcasting all night. Podcasting all <clears> evening. <throat> yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do like a, a fight companion. So me and Wander's going to watch fights and talk like Mystery Science Theater 3000. I love that. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things. Can I? Yeah. We'll figure it out. I swear to God, you just made my day. Are you dead serious? Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot the logistics part. I don't know how actually. I could cry right now. Are you really going to let me pl- play? <laughs> are you yeah. going to let me play I mean, along? Charlie's not here. Oh, my God. So, are we keeping Charlie tonight, or are we sending her to oh, Moorhead? That's whatever you want. We didn't send her any clothes. Oh, I'm so excited. Do I, You're going to have to, like, after this podcast, I'm going to have to get, like, a little review of what to do. Maybe, like, it's, a... Well, there's no, actually, no ground rules. Anyway, let's get back to Christmas movies. Sorry, we've, I'm We've sucked totally... So, mine's right, Die I'm, Hard. Yeah. Followed up second by Elf. Do you love Elf? Yeah, I love Elf. Who doesn't love, love Elf? Elf? I would hate somebody if they didn't like Elf. And rounding up my top three. Mm, that's hard. I see you going for like a classic somewhere. Uh, Maybe not. I'm not a big Christmas movie person. Probably The Grinch. Which one? Like the, like the, the original the, Grinch. The cartoon Grinch. Oh, Okay. You're a mean one. No, Mr. it's not Grinch. that one for me. Elf is definitely my number one. I could watch it. But I don't know. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Gare? Um, not really. Is that not your kind of humor? No. See, I love it. It's, no. It makes me giggle. I laugh so hard at that movie. So, yeah, that would be my top three. Okay. Elf's your number one. Oh, I don't know. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, then maybe Elf. I don't know. Okay. That'd be really hard for me to distinguish between those two. Um, I definitely get pumped about those. Christmas story. Yeah, that's it. This, I know it's really cliche talk, but I love them. I could watch them all the time. I kind of want to start using the Christmas story to teach with. My um, thoughts about Christmas, and I think every adult's thoughts on Christmas change. But one, I just want to get through it. <laughs> Like, like a power uh, through it, like a doctor's office visit. Yeah, just make it through. You know, like getting your prostate exam. Like just get it over <laughs> with. No, but I really enjoy buying gifts for people. Uh-huh. Like I really enjoy listening, and not even like letting on like I know what they want. Are you? Is this? Are you trying to tell me that you know this about me? <clears throat> I know what you don't do that for me. <gasps> Oh, I wrapped something right in front of you last night, and you had no idea, and I think you're going to love it. I'm really excited about it. Challenge accepted. It's not much, but it actually shows that I do listen to you. Okay. A little bit. Or at least pay attention. I hope it's a Hodge Twin shirt. <laughs> Shoot, it's not. <laughs> Damn it. Do uh, I have time? Is it on Amazon? I'm not done with you. So There's some things I want to get you. So top. 
let's go back through our history of gifts we've given each other. I don't think I've got. I don't think for Christmas I've ever beat you out. I got you a Bose radio back when back when I ordered it out of a magazine. Did you yeah. really? Out of Parade magazine. And with the CD just throwing player. it out there, this was probably in like oh one. No. no, no, no. We were married. No, we had just got. Uh, I don't know if we were married or not. Maybe the, it may. If, it was like two thousand three. Yeah, we got married in two thousand three. Maybe our first Christmas. That damn effort was like six hundred dollars. Why are you doing that? But because they're not six hundred dollars anymore. Anymore. Yeah, and we it still use it sucker every has day. Lasted. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's the loudest freaking alarm clock you have ever heard in your life. Yeah. It's the most expensive alarm clock. <laughs> Have we ever played a CD in it? Oh, Charlie played all of her little CDs in it. I used to all the time, but yeah. I couldn't find a CD right now in our house. Is there like an auxiliary cord we can plug in? I'm sure there is. I, those weren't I a thing. Doubt it. There no. were, cell phones weren't even really a thing. There's a there's some plug-in thingies in the back. Yeah, like those color coded ones. <laughs> the RCA jacks. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Like, the- remember the year? This is so corny. Like we were dating, and we both got each other cologne sets. And we, I remember we traded like in the back of a car or something, or like at each other's houses or something. Like, you know, like when our parents had to drive us around places. We, we both got each other Ralph Lauren Polo Blue or Sport. Shit. One of those. I think it was Sport. Mm-hmm. But we got, like, I got the four, I got you the four him and you got me the four her stuff. So. Oh. That was it. That was a good time. God, it was so much easier to buy gifts back then. You go ask well, mom. you had like yeah, you had like a forty dollar limit. Yeah, like, like I need to go buy Gary something. Yeah, they're making a fuss. My parents are making a fuss over you right now, so Good. I want that to be said. I, I love being made a fuss over. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> you love it. Makes it. me feel special. You should. Uh, but I know what it. Why it's a fuss? It's like super simple. I saw thirty of what I wanted at Ollie's today. I know but they're wanting to get you the real deal. For your They're gift. expensive, the real deals are. They are, but hey. mom kind of outsourced that to dad, and so now he's, you know how wow. difficult he yeah. makes Christmas. And he's probably going to give me a lecture about how I had a good set of Impala floor mats, and I let them go when I traded my car in nine years ago. <laughs> he's not going to let that die. <laughs> floor mats are a thing. didn't even have an Impala. I don't even know why he had Impala floor mats. <laughs> he did. We had an Impala. It was white, remember? No. We had an Impala. Okay. Swear it. Okay. Well, I mean, I didn't. They did. Yeah. But I've been driving an Impala since '03. It's kind of it's kind of awkward. <laughs> Why? You, I don't know. It's not that loyal to something. I guess <laughs> I'm loyal to a fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I maybe so. Like if something good was to happen to me, a lot of like a job opportunity or if like, Hey, we want you to go here or there. It'd be like, okay, but I've got some people I got to bring with me. Really? Mm-hmm. Depending on what field, like MMA, I'd have to take David. He would be like, if I was to go do something in that field, I'd be pretty. Do I qualify in any of those realms? Um, <laughs> to, <laughs> to be present. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe your presence will be required, but I'm talking about like vocationally. Vocationally. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You know, like they say, hey, we want you to come run this website. I'd be like, I'm in, but there's a catch. 
You know, it's really unusual that we've... Who's coming with me? You've stayed in your career. You will have stayed in your career for 20-some years in about two, three years. Mm-hmm. I've been in mine for like 14, <clears throat> same district. Mm-hmm. It's kind of unusual now. I mean, that's Like when I talk to speaking. young people, you know, 20-somethings, they've had 70 jobs. Like one. And they've been saying that since... That statistic and that kind of prediction has been out there. I I know for at least five, six years, if not longer, that that was going to be the norm. Like switching jobs like uh-huh. that? Well, I think that for me, what kept me there, one, I don't have a college education. Mm-hmm. So this was like the best paying gig I could get without a college education and room for advancement. Mm-hmm. You know, my salary's quadrupled in my tenure there. Um, I don't know what my salary is. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, but it's kind of fit to where we are in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, young, didn't make a lot of money, but it was a lot to me then. You know, in mm-hmm. our 20s, everybody else was still in school, but I had, I, you know, I bought a house. Yeah. You know, bought cars on my own at 22, you know, and... Had a family, had enough money, you know, had insurance and, you know, all that good we could adult stuff. We cross-reference each yeah. other. <laughs> it was fancy. So, like, a, a lot of the world problems, first world problems, I've not had to deal with because I've not, like, switched jobs and not, you know. Oh, my God. I wouldn't know I've what to do. I've got a pension. I've got a 401k. What I, if you I, had to write a resume today? It would be the shortest resume ever. Absolutely. I've had, I've had two jobs in my adult life. Yeah. The jail? You know, yeah. In, in my life? fun, you know, screw off job at the jail <laughs> <clears throat> and the state police. Like I've done different. Like that, I've, and I've they may hold rest- great for me in, you know, my post employment days when I'm looking for a job. Like, oh, hey, you know, he did that. He stayed there. He should be good at it. <laughs> right, right. Would you go back into a jail situation and work? If, uh, yeah. Did you, did you like it? Oh God, I loved it. <clears throat> but yeah, I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't have to take it serious. It wasn't like my like. <clears throat> it was I wasn't relying career. on that as my career yeah. so much as it was like my fun. Like you were never home, so it was like my ho- more of a hobby than. Yeah, it's kind of like my coaching gig. Your jail time was kind of like me coaching. Yeah, like you know. It it blended my two worlds <clears throat> mm-hmm. perfectly, you know. You had a wide circle of similar folk. Yeah. You know, I could work one shift with a set of people, and then go working with another set of people. But those other, like both, they would you'd see they them. meshed. Yeah, you would see them. Sometimes I would see my friends in in not so flattering <laughs> positions <clears throat> behind the bars. Yeah, getting out of the, the car. I never forget. I won't mention any names. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, oh um, my god! My buddy pulls into the Sally Port, opens the door. It's like, hey, what's up, dog? Opens the back seat. One of my best friends comes out. Hey, what's up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, you know, good times. I did treat one of my friends kind of not poorly, but he ne- he's never let it down. He shouldn't, but, as he shouldn't. I think I lectured you after that. Oh, boy, just needed a cup of Kool-Aid and a pillow, man. <laughs> Look somebody up. Oh, listen. I think New Gary 
New Gary would have fucked him up, right? New Gary, like you got a like there's a set of rules and there's not really a gray area to do that. Sure, I, I always had that gray area. Really? Yeah, I, I think statute of limitations run out some of this stuff. But mm-hmm. like, I was a great trafficker of uh, of uh, instant coffee. Instant coffee. Oh yeah, banned coffee. I could go buy like a, the cheapest little thing of instant coffee, and then I feel like a drug dealer. You are never getting hired anywhere after you oh, say Oh, God, this. it's coffee. I don't care. You All broke right. the rule. Yeah. Where's your morals lie, sir? I didn't profit off of it. I think... I had my little... Uh, I do struggle whole. in in the sense... And you can take like these little personality surveys and stuff. I am not rigid when it comes to certain rules. Because there's some rules that I look at certain... Like with kids and stuff. Like, I'm sure there's like a specific rule, you know, if they you know, violate this rule, like a school rule, I'm not going to go nail them to the cross immediately. It took me a while in teaching to get there to, to not a long time, but it's hard. I mean, you have to look at these people and know that they're not going to, I don't know. It's such a, it's such a sensitive job because I have to turn right back around. Whereas you are in the jail situation, you're just in the, you don't have to turn around and, and get, uh, there's no reciprocity there between you and the, the inmate as much as in a classroom. I have to punish you. And, um, hey, while you're at it, could you turn to page 23 and read that? <laughs> and uh, Can we can we learn? I don't know. Maybe there's to, some of that. But um, There's some. I mean, because. I guess you need their cooperation. I mean, when you're looking at a situation where there's maybe three or four employees and 150 people locked up. Mm-hmm. The truth is, they run the place. Oh, absolutely. Same in your situation. Oh, the truth is, they run like, the place. The inmates running the asylum, we say that. That's the truth. Uh, if they just, you know, <laughs> I was like, yeah. uh, they can figure that out. Yeah. It's a very fragile system of um, leadership and yeah. with them. It, like corrections know. and education is very similar. Yeah. Well, hmm. Should it be though? I don't know. That's don't know. deeper than my mind. I know. You know. <laughs> I'm just, no, like, I, I remember that? one instance very clearly, uh, like walking into a room by myself, door shuts behind me, uh, you know, probably 30 people in there. And this guy was like, what would you do if I just you know, took your radio or, you know, whatever? Like, like it was good, like something bad was going to happen. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to stab you in the eyeball with this pen and then I hope for the best. <laughs> Were you joking? No. <laughs> Luckily, he was. Are they just trying to make you feel uncomfortable? But it's, it's very different in like a county jail atmosphere because you, th- these are your people. You right. Know? These are right. people that they you probably know. Yeah, yeah, they know your dad. They know yeah, your mom. That's the thing, you know. Where you live. <laughs> Don't be me wrong. There's some bad people in there. You yes, know? absolutely. Murderers. Uh, just the gamut of whatever, but I think the, the you're not in federal prison. Pe- no, I interviewed. Remember, I interviewed in federal prison. You did. That wasn't very cool. What do you mean? It scared me. Did it really? I mean, coming from that atmosphere into this, like, <laughs> like where I'm about to get naked to walk into the building because something kept going off. On, you know, they couldn't find the metal on me. Where was it? It's on my belt or in my pants or something. I don't know. I legit thought I was going to take my pants off. <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> you know, just just tons of people. I was like, and 
that was crazy. I don't know if I would have accepted the job if they offered it to me. Really? Oh, no. I don't know. Was, I remember you being excited about it because it was because like... Because it a, paid a lot of money. I was like, yeah. yeah. No wonder. But, I don't know. My only perception of that life is Orange is the New Black. <laughs> you need to watch Oz, uh, which is the guy version sure. of Orange You've is You've mentioned Black. it. I don't know, but Detective Stabler's in there, and I don't know if I could handle it. Mm-hmm. Little... Mm. Stop. Gay action in there. Actually, <laughs> lots of gay action. In I read. Um, guys. I read a book. It's a. But it's okay if you're in prison, right? That's like the rule. Like, well, okay, no, okay. okay listen. Gay. So I read this book called No Choir Boy, and it's these stories oh, of this about Catholics. Shut up! <laughs> I thought you were going to actually say yes. Oh. No, all right, fair enough. no. The, the prisoner. It's all of these prisoners who are on death row. But they went in at 18 or before 18. So they are like, I guess now that's not, you don't do that. You can't go to death row if you're under 18. True. Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a caveat there. Anyway, they're the, this exception to the rule and they're in there and they're, and they've been in prison for all their life. And the reasons no choir boy is one of the guys they interview says, look, I wasn't no choir boy, but he's written a lot during his time in prison about his life there and, and, trying to explain what it's like and stuff. But one of the um one of the interviewers or the interviewees, one of the, the inmates, it's the second story, he is very adamant about not being gay. Like in the interview, it's this overtone he keeps talking about the I guess relationships and the the odd complexities of like how you hook up with people, but you have to have this set of friends, but you may have to do these other things in order just to keep your, I guess, sanity within the the system, the social system of this place. And he's so talking about not being gay, not being gay, not being gay constantly. You're like, what? There's something deeper. Well, later on in the interview, he admits to having this like long-term relationship with somebody, intimate relationship with another man and – um, but he's been in prison since he was 16 years old. So, you know, he's like, I had a girlfriend, but, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, like a 15-year-old love. <laughs> you know, so he's never really known that true love, but he he had um, – but he's since been like moved away from that person. They still write letters or something. It was a really um, intense situation. But, yeah, that's kind of what he says, that like it's only because he's in prison that he has to love this way. But Yeah. What's this got to do with Christmas movies? How I do don't do know. <laughs> Thanks for staying with us. If you've, uh, I heard of speaking of Christmas, <laughs> speaking of Christmas in prison, and, and um, <laughs> I heard this funny on this podcast. Emily shared it's called Criminal. Really short. This woman who's a lawyer, she's seventy something years old. She told a story of wanting to stop by a prison. I guess because it was around the holidays, I suppose, and they wouldn't let her in the prison. Old, old lawyer. 70-something, 80 years old, mm-hmm. wouldn't let her in because she was wearing a denim jacket. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she wants to, she's like, I want to go visit this person because nobody, I mean, the guy was like a murderer or a rapist or something god-awful, but she's like, you know, I just know everybody forgets about these people, so she wants to visit them. And they refuse to let her in. She's like, well, I can't take my jacket off because I'm not wearing a bra. Old woman, they're like, well, I mean, that's up to you, but you're probably going to want to put a bra on. So she drives, leaves the prison, goes to the post office, and pays the postmaster, who is a female, to borrow her bra and go in so that she could visit this prisoner. 
That's dedication. So, that is. Wow. Would you do that if somebody no. said, hey, can I borrow your uh, bra? I know you don't have a bra, but like. I'm not even wearing a shirt right now. <laughs> I feel like, am I getting punked? <laughs> Why do you need my bra? <laughs> That's back, it. Oh. Back to Christmas. Sorry. Scroll. What's the best Christmas present you ever got? Ever, or just like the best Christmas memory you have? Oh man, I don't know. There's nothing will ever beat that feeling of Christmas Eve, and we drive. We would drive to several houses. You know, my my nannies, and then my mom jibs, and just that feeling of like running out of the car, and going into their house, and just sitting around and. And those nights, like, we wouldn't eat or be a dinner or anything, but we would just talk, and there'd be some gift exchange and stuff, and then, like, get back in the car. And, like, just that car ride home, knowing that you're getting ready to go to bed and Santa's coming. And so, like, there's just nothing that beats that. I don't even know how to, like, articulate that excitement and yeah. anticipation. And, it, you know. I remember when Christmas break felt like a month. Yeah. Like. The best. My probably first or second grade, it was. It was very much a G.I. Joe Christmas theme. <laughs> I assume that's what I wanted. Did you get like the big dolls or the little dolls? Uh, the little action figures. Dolls. With like the accessories and like I got uh, Sergeant Slaughter's um, Warthog. It's like his tank kind of thing. Mm. But like my cousins would be in. Mm-hmm. And so we would like spend the whole time together and it would be like super sad when they left. And we were just kids. And yeah. They'd like bring Christmas, their they'd bring their Christmas presents right. with them, and you're you like, you know, they open Christmas presents there. And you do they spend uh, Christmas Eve with you? Uh, at my grandparents, yeah, at my grandparents there. Uh huh. But I that's just like the memory that sticks out for always until yeah. Charlie came, and then yeah, her on Christmas I agree. Morning. I agree. I remember being at Aunt Kathy's Christmas Day, but that night, you know. And it would be dark, and they would say, like, Mandy and Becky were coming, my cousins. And I would just sit and stare out the window waiting, like, are they, are they coming yet? Are they coming yet? And just waiting to see their lights pull up the driveway. And then it was, you know, like you said, it felt like forever to hang out with them. And I think they actually had to spend Christmas. And so, you know, it just got really, I guess, I could not. Could you imagine having to go pack everything we have and do Christmas morning somewhere else. No. I couldn't do it. So props The older to I get, the more I just want to just chill on Christmas. Absolutely. And Absolutely. then like maybe Christmas evening go out and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with you. It's really hard. And I feel like it really, I mean, from the, Charlie will wake up. And Charlie's not. That's the all fi- she knows. She's not the 5 a.m. riser that my brother was like a 4 a.m. First thing in the morning would get up, wake us all up. You know, probably my parents had probably just gone to bed and um, ready to go. She's not that kid. Like I, I've multiple mornings have contemplated waking her up because I was like, she's going to sleep all morning. But um, as soon as she does get up, I feel like we got to roll out, clean up, get dressed, and get to Moorhead to do Christmas there. So. And it's not that I don't want to spend time with family. It's just the memories of just the three of us together are hard to make. And those moments are hard to make. 
But it's all she knows, so she's cool with it. Right, and that's probably, you know, that'll be her memories, you know. And then we got ready and got dressed and went, you know, to Moorhead. Just one five more minutes of sleep. <laughs> Carrie and I are just tired and want some sleep. We got a whole trunk full of gifts. You, you went a little, like. Don't act like you didn't keep going today. Uh, no, I was doing stocking stuffers. You kept getting gift gifts. We were going to give her the trip and that's it. But you've... Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Somebody went Amazon Prime happy. You did good, though. You got some good stuff. Yeah. Like, I would just put things in the in the cart at Amazon or on a wish list. You just bought them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> things that... Next year, maybe I won't be able to buy that much, so get it where you can get it. I think this is a good year. I think eight is going to be fun. Like, mm-hmm. it's sweet and innocent and still, and she's pissed because Buddy didn't move last night. It's because she was bad. You got to get cat come up with some reason. Like she I didn't tell like, her she was bad. I told, well, she did wake up in the middle of the night, and I told her, I was like, Charlie, she you came in here and winked at me. <laughs> I was up till 5 a.m. And I hear, I thought it was she you. She came in and winked at you. She came here and just winked. I said, what's that? Wink. <laughs> I swear to God, there's been times she wakes up in the middle of the night. I think she's stoned out of her head. <laughs> stoned to the gills. <laughs> she comes in. I'm like, What? I don't know, Mom. I just love you. Go to bed, Charlie. <laughs> Go to bed. Remember that three hours from now when you have to wake up. Yep. Because mm. you are a jerk. So we've got Christmas Sunday, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you go to school till Wednesday? Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday. Oh. Sucks. It's the first time I've done that. Like, ended not on a Friday. Like I know a lot of people are out. Everybody, in, yeah, they started. Their, you said somebody was had to go till next Friday. They're like up until then. Leslie, yeah, her kids are in oh. Indiana. They're on the um, it's got a name. It's what we would call casually year round schooling. It's not year round schooling, but they do a nine week session and take two weeks off. I and wish so their job su- was like that. And their summer's a little shorter. <clears throat> I like it. In that, there's reasons I would enjoy that. But I think I would like to be prepared if kids needed to come in for remediation, bringing them in, not not taking like they're you know having a select small group of teachers in, prepared to work with kids who that way. This whole concept of we keep marching forward and people keep getting further and further behind. You know, the the one of the biggest enemies in my schedule or my biggest enemies as a teacher is Tom. And how we were just like a prison a prisoner to it. It's yeah. awful. But I would like that. I think we're going to have a white Christmas. <sighs> I feel like there might be some chances of snow. They keep changing the daggone. I can remember wearing shorts on Christmas as of late. Yeah. Global warming. <laughs> That's not real. Climate <laughs> oh change God. is not a real thing. Really? <laughs> Are you just saying that to be a jerk? I'm just saying that to okay. get a rise. It's not going to happen. I'm not falling for that. What so this has been a big year for entertainment? I think for us, like we've kind of watched some stuff together for the first yeah. time in a while. I agree. Why'd you pause like that? Did you hear the house kind of shake just now? It's probably the wind. Okay, sorry, it scared me. Like half the state right now is under a tornado <laughs> warning, and the other half is under a winter weather advisory. Sorry, it just welcome to me. Kentucky. Yeah, I know. Um, 
I think we've just been more open to doing things together in general, like sharing <sighs> entertainment. <sighs> Ass. But we binge watched Bloodline together. I hope that can, I hope there's a season three that comes out. I'm gonna have to go back and like. I need like a Cliff's Notes just to get caught up before the, because there's so much time in between these shows. But Danny from Bloodline uh-huh. is one of the main characters in Rogue One. Really? Do you ever get stuck with with characters and just they're, they're always that guy? For Absolutely. You? Absolutely. Like Shane from The Shield. Yes. Oh my gosh. So seeing him in Justified. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was hard. Yeah, yeah. But now that I, have you you've not watched all of Justified, did you? No. Like oh my gosh. Three seasons. You need to watch all of it. I know you got stuck on the you, you have a hang up with like the way the law enforcement works and the portrayal of state police in it. Well, it's not a hang up. Like they, not, they did better. I mean, you kind of, they got the uniforms all wrong, but do you, I just, <clears> but I it's like they're in Harlan one minute and Lexington the next minute. Right. Like for real, bro. That's like a three hour drive. Yeah, yeah. The the drive is stupid, but I agree and. The uh, landscape. I've never seen any landscape in Kentucky look That's like because it was filmed in like Georgia, right? I know, it doesn't look anything like it in the woods or anything when they when they go up there. But anyway, it's got some good storyline to it. Mm-hmm. But now that I've seen that, he's now Boyd Boyd Crowder, Crowder to me. I don't know if I could see him otherwise. Wasn't the guy the other guy on Shield? What's his name? The bald guy. Vic Mackey. Yeah. What else has he been in? Uh, a bunch of movies and stuff like that. Well, it's kind of like, um, oh, shoot, in Breaking Bad. I mean, that's... Uh, Walter White. <laughs> that's Malcolm's dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Have you ever gone back to watch Malcolm in the Middle? I never watched Breaking Bad, so... Oh, really? No. I watched that without you? Mm-hmm. You've watched everything without me. Hmm. You don't like anything I like. You don't like anything I like. <laughs> Talk about the Hodge twins. Hate them. <laughs> Sorry. They yell. They bring nonsense. me so much joy in my life. Okay. I will tolerate it long enough because it makes you happy. Genuinely happy. But there are things. Last night I showed Abby. I can't talk about the video. Abby's for- forbid me from talking about the video. It's the, not even normal. It's. They've got like three channels. So for y'all not hip to the YouTubers, <laughs> the Hodge twins started off as like these fitness guys. And that's where I, I found their Fasting Twins channel when I was doing intermittent fasting. I like intermittent fasting. Can we do that again? Yes. Okay. And But so then they've got like a fitness where they lift weights and do that. Now they've got a vlog channel. And they've, the best one of all of it is Ask the Hodge Twins where people just email them their questions. 99.9 are sexual in nature. Awful. And it's it's just so funny. I mean, they're, I almost think they're fake because they're such stupid questions. Like, I remember when I was a kid reading, like, Cosmo or, not a kid, but like a teenager. <laughs> I was going to say, what's <laughs> when up I was like with that? seven, reading Cosmo. No, reading magazines. And I think people just ask absurd questions so that they know that they'll get read. Does that make sense? I don't think that question that that guy asked was real. I swear to God, you even insinuate anything related to it, I walk out of this room. Gary? I'm not going to say anything about it. Okay. But also, the way they answer, it was cute when they like got tickled and laughed at each other. I love, there's nothing better. Like, I like talk radio, but I love hearing people laugh. Like, 
it's so it's so stupid, but it makes me laugh. I watched them on Fighter and the Kid podcast, and because they're doing they're on tour doing stand up comedy right now, which they were in Columbus the week before Joey Diaz was. So Who the Hodge Twins? Huh? They're comedians. They are now. Mm. It's more of like a storytelling. Okay. It's not like joke. It it's that. like I'll give it telling that. stories about their life. Okay. And. They talk about how they've done everything in life together. Went to the military together, got jobs together. Gary. Everything in life together. Let's leave it at that. Don't don't elaborate. Use your imagination they've done it together. Don't elaborate. All right. Because I know where this could go. And now, like there's one video that's like, do we live together? No, they live in houses that are right next door to each other. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. So, it's one of my... You're not, you, you don't get into the YouTube culture as much no and it's honestly the nature of my schedule i've i've tried to process this why i don't do youtube you can binge watch 92 episodes in a row but you can't spend like an hour watching if i'm going to sit down and watch something i'm going to probably watch off netflix or hulu a story gotcha if i'm going to listen to people talk i'm going to do a podcast or i'm going to do an audio book I don't. I've not. I don't know what it is about YouTube. I will watch YouTube, but I won't binge like you will. Oh. Like because one of my favorite podcaster peeps, they have the two girls have a a YouTube channel. It's not very good. Have you watched it? Yeah. Just one or multiple? Uh, a couple. I've, I'm gonna, I was gonna. That's something I was, thought about doing over break was watching their YouTube channel. It's all about alcohol. That's it. Yeah, I thought they were just doing like funny things. They just make drinks together. Just making drinks, yeah. Oh, I don't really make drinks, so I like hearing them talk. Though it's really funny because I feel with the two of them, Caitlin's very young. Jess is my exact age, but I feel like somewhere in between both of them. So I like hearing them talk because I don't connect with either of them one hundred percent. But together, they I get them. But I don't know. You're right. I don't really YouTube. What's your go-to drink? Holiday drink. Holiday drink? Mm -hmm. It's probably the same drink you drink all year round. Yeah. Which is? Bourbon. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, Christmas time. Cranberry. You know cranberry to it? (laughs) Um, Crown Royal. It reminds me of the Christmas parties. Oh, yeah. We would always stop again. We can't really discuss that. We just said the Christmas parties. We didn't say where. We didn't say with whom. Yeah. But... It does. That's that is a. I get drink, and tequila too. There's some tequila nights. <laughs> I, I have a very I heard adverse. Someone say that tequila is actually like if you're going to drink. I guess a liquor, tequila was the one to pick. And makes me want to take my pants off. <laughs> that it was actually like the one. Like if there could be a healthy one, a it was healthy. healthy. Yes, it was the healthier one. And then after that. Like, they were just, I guess, giving you the rundown. You know how these little BuzzFeed articles, like... Those are trash. There'll be 49 of those types of articles right before yeah. New Year's. Um, vodka was, in, was the next... Can't do vodka. No. Absolutely not. And then... Um, you ever have the... I don't know if... I had... I used to be able to do vodka until I got sick on vodka. And yeah. now I can't do lemonade or vodka. Because it reminds you of lemonade and vodka together. Yeah. Yeah. So I've not drank lemonade in probably 20 years. So common. So don't offer me lemonade. I'll turn you down. Really? Yeah. Didn't know. When did you do lemonade and vodka? Long, like, back when I work at Wendy's. (laughs) Awful. 
It's Wendy's Nights. But the, but the, the least recommended whiskey or liquor was brown liquor. <laughs> it's like they're not from Kentucky. No. <laughs> they don't know. They don't I can, know. I mean. It's a smell for me, and it always has been. It's not about taste. Oh, no. I th- because I, you have no taste buds. That's not true. That's true. I do. Mine are you're, just more diverse than yours. Yours just don't care. You're, you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that taste. I have very open-minded taste buds, yeah. whereas you you have alt-right taste buds, I guess. <laughs> but um, it's a smell. Like, I just have always smelled the smell of bourbon for as long as I remember. And I think from there, it just I could drink it. Yeah. I like bourbon. <clears throat> I'm a Jack and Coke kind of guy. Like if I'm going somewhere, I think it's because you don't know what else to say <laughs> when you order something. Well, I, you're not adventurous. So it's just like I mean, I'm not adventurous. In your drinks or food, you would not try something new. Went to uh, Indianapolis, ordered my food, <laughs> and the selection was. Diverse, uh, but I got a turkey club <laughs> plain. Not even like lettuce, tomato. What part of plain? Don't you understand? I just don't get you. Turkey cheese, and then I thought club had bacon on it, but it didn't have no bacon. Mm-mm. Fries. It sounds delicious. It was something. Something. There was a guy sitting behind me FaceTiming his wife or something. Loud. Foreign. Did it just get on your nerves? I was mean, he in the restaurant? Right behind Yes. Right like behind eating me. at a table? Eating in the booth right behind me. Wait. I'm confused. Were you just sitting in the booth waiting on your food? I was, yeah. I was there to eat food. Oh. This guy was behind me eating food as well. That's what happens in restaurants. I thought you were going to take out. <laughs> no. I told you why. It was 18% gratuity to have it brought to your room. I, couldn't you just say, hey, box it for me. I'm heading up to the room. <laughs> well, I guess I could have. That's what I did when I stayed in a hotel. I went down to the restaurant, got it, and took it up to my room. I was Charlie was not impressed with my hotel room. <laughs> She's a hotel snob. I mean, it was very plain. Just she a goes, bed and she literally, a chair. She was like, mm, it's plain. <laughs> it's just, damn, world. I had fun, though. That's good. Sometimes you just need to. I knew something was up. As soon as I walked in. There's a little note talking about some visitors uh, who have problems with noises. There was complimentary earplugs. Did you hear anything? No. So it was strictly because they're near the airport? Yeah. It wasn't like construction or something? But I mean, there was no planes leaving at night. Yeah, there are. It's a thing. I mean, if uh, yeah, but not, it wasn't bad. <laughs> I had fun. Woohoo. Got up. And on the way home, like I developed this awful headache. Like I, I, when I saw you, as soon as you walked in, you're like, "Oh, you look bad." You did. Sorry. I, was like, oh. I didn't know if you were like wore out, tired, sick. Because no. I'm. Still... Then I made the crucial mistake <laughs> of laying down taking a nap. Yeah, for like three hours. We left. We went to the bowling. Listen, bowling is going to be Charlie Thomas's sport. One hundred percent. Did she bowl while she was there? No, 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 no. There, there were. Oh, there's only one lane open, and there was somebody bowling on it. <laughs> but that, that will be. These are her people. They requested her, right? Uh, yeah, some of the kids asked for to, for me to bring Charlie, but 
Um, so I'm sitting there. I didn't really know what to expect. It's really loud. And there's just people everywhere and you just kind of watch. And they do like you bowl and see like, I guess it's like pins. Like you just want to knock down as many pins as, as you can. Then they do they, That's the goal of bowling. Well, that's like the, like as a team, right. as a team, you want to knock like, down the most. It's not like you versus a certain person, I guess is what I thought. It was just, like people, it's like collective. Was there another school there? Bowling? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's okay. another school. So it's whoever knocked down the most pins. Right. And they're all High over score. the place. There's like boys and girls and everybody's on all kinds of lanes and, I can't really, I don't know. These kids just, it's a system. Literally saw one girl toss her ball. They shout like the concession snack bar is like order number 52. Girl turns around, walks off, go gets her brownie explosion, ice cream, brownie, whipped cream, gum, and comes back and sits down and eats. I was like, did she just order? Yes. They're eating cheese fries and bowling. Charlie was like, oh, my gosh, mommy. Did you get her cheese fries? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We ate cheese fries because I, I saw some people I work with and I was like, can we, can I, is the snack bar open? We haven't done, I've not fed my kid. So I took her up there. I was like, what do you want to eat? They said, oh, you got to get the cheese, the, the, the cheese fries. That's what we got. But uh, she was like, mom, they can eat and bowl. Oh, boy. There was a guy who had his earbuds in bowling. <laughs> so it's just very casual, chill. We have some really good bowlers, though. Like, they have technique, and some of our guy bowlers were intense. It was crazy. They were really good. Like, I don't know. Where do you learn how to bowl? At the bowling. <laughs> I mean, like, technique and stuff. Have you ever watched, like, seen what comes on before the NFL on Sundays on ESPN? I've never watched it. Yeah, bowling. Yeah. I mean, it's, do awful. You, it's awful. My man, Jib was in a bowling league. Oh. I remember going with her. I think she has a bowling ball somewhere. We might have it in the basement. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure that could be Charlie's jam right there. A little indoor activity, no cardio, cheese fries. She's in. She's something. So, next week, if we do the podcast, it'll be on Christmas Eve. We're going to do it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, where it'll be to like in the afternoon, right? Right. We can, get, we can continue our Christmas chat. <laughs> I won't get sidetracked with prison. That was interesting. <laughs> that took a weird turn. Don't they all, though? They do. They do. Life's not always just exciting. <laughs> There's not always just like good, exciting stories to talk about. No. And, and I realize that a lot of this is not entertaining for a lot of people, but... We don't care. <laughs> appreciate everybody listening but it's like hey this is when charlie's 30 and she's like listening to this like what they had a trip plan for you know we're talking about that. yeah you know you know that's how the guy at story Corps, are you familiar with story Corps? no it's um the npr thing yeah but it was originally just a van in Down which by the river. yeah mm-hmm. thank you in which a you go in and it's an interview booth and you and another person, like it's based on interview. So there's like a list of questions you can ask and you just tell stories. Like I could go in mostly in mind with one particular story. They're short. They're three, five, six minutes, nothing super long. Um, and people tell their stories. And, and the way that guy got started, I think was he loved recording people. I think there's a story of him coming across um, 
some old audio tapes that like his dad or somebody had put together and recorded and that kind of inspired him to to go out and collect stories but he got a ton of money from the TED Talk people because he created the StoryCorps app and now with your cell phone you get your smartphone you can go in interview and do a StoryCorps um interview with anybody yeah. so you That'd can sit cool. down I had my kids do it last year but I mean and there's something just to be said regardless of who listens to this but you know just to have the preservation of story and the preservation of of voice I think is really significant to to our history and humanity and it creates empathy and all of those smushy emotion things that we need to have as people it's the only way that you're going to get to to understand other people is to hear their story we don't really care if you like us or All right, not. so we're going to make a movie about our lives. Yeah. It, uh, I'm going of, some, no, I'm kidding. Okay. One, who plays you? Oh, my God. I'm going to have to go Melissa McCarthy. That's awful. Why? Not to be rude. You're not that funny. I hate you. She'd have to tone it down a lot. You're an asshole. If I, for you, I'm thinking. I swear to God, what you say next could probably determine the fate of our marriage for the rest of your life. I get so pleased funny as Melissa McCarthy. I'm so disappointed in you. Who is it? Let's hear it, old boy. Kate Winslet. Shit. Where did you come up with that? I just thought of it you're an idiot so who plays you um probably <laughs> this is gonna Pro- be interesting i don't know i like to think colin farrell plays me <laughs> okay oh yeah just no offense chris pratt would be all right what the hell maybe how can you <laughs> i can't stand you maybe jack black I'll give you Jack Black. Who would play Charlie? Um, I don't know. Hang on. You know I don't know actors or actresses' names. Oh, my God. Who plays her? Uh, um, oh, don't do that. Sorry. Oh, that's an awful sound. I don't know. Yeah, well, huh. The girl from iCarly. Which one? iCarly. Sam? iCarly. Or Carly? Yeah. She's got a name. Miranda? Mm-hmm. Something? Mm-hmm. Oh, Cosgrove. That's it. No, she didn't play her. <laughs> I don't know. She's got to be like a little wilder. What would be the name of our movie? What's the movie about? Us. What the fuck? This is <laughs> like, we have to have a plot line. <laughs> it's just our autobiographies. I mean, our podcast is close enough. So, yeah, so it got close enough. Who directs it? I'm going to go with Kevin Smith just because that's who you want in life just to make love with, so. Do you have anything else in mind? You nailed it right there. <laughs> Probably take some weird turn. It would. <laughs> Listen, we talked about, do we talk, what, yeah. which podcast do we talk about chasing Amy on that? Was that the one we posted? I think so. Yeah. It's really weird that we did two podcasts and only one of them posted, and I really don't know which one we talked about. Yeah. What, what people, other people heard. 
That'd be awful. There's that. That would be horrible. We're not doing a movie. People have said, like, jokingly, y'all need your own TV show. No. That's a, that's a, that's a no. That's a hard no. Number one, nope. (laughs) I do not feel confident enough to walk around the house and, uh. Be filmed? And be filmed. (laughs) So, I got really nervous. I would go to jail. (laughs) (laughs) That's what would happen. Uh, I would go to jail. You would not go to jail. (laughs) Definitely be an investigation. (laughs) It'd be a solid investigation. Maybe. It would not be good. And it's not entertaining. I don't know why people think that. (laughs) Sometimes it is, though. Sometimes Sometimes you can't make the shit up that happens to us. Right. Sometimes I just look at what's happening and I think, oh, this is one of those moments that other people probably don't. This is it. This is not normal. But other times it's pretty pretty normal and real. Well, whenever you come across this, hopefully this week, we wish you a very Merry Christmas. Hope that you do whatever it is the fuck you want to do. That was unnecessary. You said I got you, one I don't F think word. You, you said I, I got one F word at the end. And that's your second. So That's not. Yes, you said it before when so we I were talking. Mm-hmm. Yep. I really don't realize. I don't think you should have said it with Merry Christmas. Why? Because I said so. That doesn't work <laughs> on me. <laughs> I'm the master of my own vocabulary, okay? Oh, my gosh. If there was going to be a sitcom or a reality show about us, it would have to be on HBO or Showtime. I already or... said FX after 10 p.m. Yeah, but they can't say. I feel like those... they can. They don't say the F word. They don't? No, and I say it 936 times a day. I never say it. And, and I use it as a verb. I use it as a noun. I use it as I've, I've emphasize things. Have I always said that if someone would let me use curse words? To teach parts of speech, I swear to them, kids would never forget parts of speech. Oh, yeah. Because you can, you, other than a preposition or a conjunction, it fits all parts of speech. I've learned so many good catchphrases from the Hodge twins. Yeah, because you're not saying them right now because they're obnoxious and they're not yours. You're supposed to come up with your own catchphrase. Be your own person, Gare. Be an original. Don't die a copy or something like that. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. <laughs> Best poem ever. I had a poem written to me this week. Was it a love poem? No. I got compared to a Harry Potter book or a J.K. Rowling novel or something. Well, good. It was so nice. A kid wrote a card. Well, nobody wrote me no damn poem this week. Well, go be a teacher. <laughs> I've said that and you shot happening. me down. So don't say go be a teacher if you're going to shoot me down like that. Consider yourself shot down. I'm doing it. Oh, you're not. Uh-oh. Like, I got a I Snapchat even, incoming. From the person who has their child? Yeah. I'll Do you think they're on is. their way home? I don't know. Just call her and tell her to keep her. <laughs> it's been so calm. Oh, it's little Hattie. So Charlie's been at a place. cheerleading competition all day. Our friend... Oh, they got third place. You just said that. Third. Our friend who... Matt is... He's a ball player. <laughs> he's a ball player, ball coach. Uh, oh, Hattie girl is cheering. Loves <laughs> so, it. So of course, he, Charlie loves cheering too. He and Mike are being cheer know, parents. We just don't promote it. 
And so they took Charlie with them. I'm sure she was all about that. I feel Micah. That's a ble- Micah's a blessing for doing that. She's a good woman to take Charlie all day in that environment when she's probably jacked up. Most like if it would kind of be weird if your buddy's wife called you on the reg, maybe yeah. on the reg, just called you out of the blue. Yeah. But for Micah to call me, it's just it's normal. Most you think that's the, weird? I mean, nobody else's wife calls me. But since you won't answer the phone. I, I swear to you. I don't need excuses. She waits until I, I've been in a meeting every single time she calls. And then I try to call her right back. So her instant go-to must be just roll over right to you as soon as I don't pick up. <laughs> she gives me like three rings and then she must have called you because it was I couldn't she wouldn't pick up after I called. And she'd already talked to you yesterday. On a serious note. Hope everybody has a great Christmas. Merry Christmas. Whatever you may do or go and see and hope Santa brings you all the presents. Eat all the good food. Drink, drink all, the- all the alcohols you can. Or but, not. But save yourself for New Year's because that's when you really throw down. Get lit. It's gonna be a new me in the O one seven. Everybody get ready I'm for them. Done with you. Do not say O one seven. Oh, one seven, doing seventeen <laughs> right. New year, new me, gonna do it nasty. <laughs> Swear to God, if you do not cut this out, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not cutting this out. That's the oh. best. I can get, let's see if I can drop a rhyme. So please don't, please don't, please don't. No, don't. All right. No rhyming. Cause... Write your goals down. Get your Christmas presents bought. Have fun. Merry Christmas. We'll talk all about our gifts and our where we're at next week. And I don't really know how to like you you sign off. Merry Christmas to all to all a good night. That's how that works. You have to go home, but you can't stay here. That's stupid. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.